This is the Rewired Podcast. We are episode 47. Today we're going to do Rise and Rewire again. I'm joined by my brother, Rod Blanchard. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. What's up, buddy? It is good, man. We just finished our morning rise today, 6 a.m., weighted hill sprints and some breath work. Decided to pass on the cold plunge today, which is something we've kind of layered in recently, but it is raining hard out there, so I feel like we got our cold plunge in already. When we were doing the breath work, I said I felt like I was in like Costa Rica, right? You kind of just put yourself, visualize yourself somewhere else, and I opened my eyes, I'm like, oh, no, we're still here at the hill. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, it might not look that good from the outside. We're sitting uh, in Rod's truck with the sunroof open, with the rain pouring in, but two, uh, two big dudes breathing and steaming <laughs> up the windows in there could have uh, been misconstrued as something else, but, um, but yeah, that was a good, solid morning, start to the morning. And we were just talking about uh, challenges a little bit today and, um, you know, rising to the challenge and doing that work and what that means. And I just thought, you know, it's been a little while since we've done a podcast. Wanted to check in with Rod. I'm very proud that he's uh, 2021 has been a complete uh, sober year for you so far. So maybe we'll start there, dude. And you can just share a little bit about how you're feeling and, you know, some of the challenges along the way. Yeah, and I, I, you get the nail on the head with uh, rising to the challenge. And I, I think, you know, every challenge that I've done or that we've done, um, it just kind of prepares you for each and every challenge that comes your way. Um, and, and even if, I know it's been a couple of weeks uh, since we chatted, but um, one of our big challenges that we did, and I think, again, maybe two years ago, I would have been like, I'm not sure I'm up for that challenge. But doing that David Goggins challenge, um, you know, which was four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Um, and those 3 a.m.s were really difficult. Um, but it was like those, it was almost like a shot of dopamine every time you finished that leg. Um, and it was, it was amazing. But I, I you know, and, and I'm just bringing that up just because with, with this whole 2021 of sobriety, I feel like um, I'm just way more prepared just because I've been collecting these little wins along the way. Um, I think I'm, I'm built like most uh, when it comes to momentum. And, and fuck, I'm just, I'm riding that momentum. Um, and it's, it, it feels great. And, and, I've, and I've talked about this before, but being able to, to rise to the challenge um, is not always easy. And I feel like right now um, I'm in a place that, you know, knowing that life is not easy and life is always going to, you know, kind of throw obstacles at you and, and put a wall of adversity in front of you. Um, where I think I was, I was just wasn't prepared or I hate using the word strong because I feel like I was strong enough. I just didn't believe in myself. Um, where now, uh, those challenges, I, I embrace them. Um, you know, I feel them. So I'm, you know, almost four months into sobriety, and, and we can talk a little bit of, about a few things later on, but um, I feel great, man. I feel like, you know, things, I'm just riding this wave and, and layering on the challenges and layering on these little wins, man. It's, and it feels great. Yeah, well, I'm super proud of you, buddy, because, I mean, it, a good litmus test of this sobriety was that, you know, we got, we rented a, uh, a winter cottage together and you know our formula for going to the cottage was basically whenever we would go to the cottage and I rent a place in the summer we would get together unpack the bags and basically you know 
the beers would start coming and, and it would just continue and you know <laughs> right through into breakfast you know and the breakfast and carry on and you know so it was it was interesting to see how things have shifted and and you know i've you know i've cut way back i mean i'm not completely sober but i don't uh you know it's quite limited compared to what it used to be but it was interesting that day you know we got together and it was a thursday right with the first yeah. day one was thursday yeah. and you know so I, I decided to to be sober too but it was just funny to see how we, we shifted and, and yeah to get past that though to realize that we can still have fun right. we can still do and we had a great a great weekend, you right. know, and there wasn't, exactly. you didn't have a drop of alcohol. Yeah, no, I didn't have a drop. I mean, yeah, just as you said, that was a big weird test. <laughs> and I think it was, it was really unfamiliar on the, on, on the first night. Um, but once you kind of settle into the new norm um, and you find new ways, it's just, it's exciting because I feel like there's just more layers, um, you know, to, to our friendship, our bond, and not just between me and you or you and I, it's between our, our families as well. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I mean, I, I will be, you know, the first to, to, you know, go grab a beer or go grab like, you know, the bottle of wine and, and pour, I, like I do, I, I'm not at the point where I don't want to be around it. Um, you know, cause I do like my wife, my friends, if, if it's something that you can enjoy and you're enjoying it for the right reasons, great. Um, it's, you know, I pulled back because again, as you know, I mean, I, I've always painted that picture of having a glass of wine. I mean, I can justify it in my head with all these beautiful pictures and how it's going to kind of, it's, it's when it gets into two, three, four bottles of wine, then I'm like, you know, that guilt and shame and that shitty feeling and, um, that perpetual feeling of fuck, I'm in this world of every weekend I'm doing the same thing and letting myself down. Um, you know, that's where I kind of came out of it and said, Hey, listen, I need to change something. And, um, and it's felt great for that reason. But, uh, yeah, man. yeah, well, that's, that's incredible. And, and since then, I mean, we've had a lot of conversations, you know, we're talking about on this podcast about like doing the work every day to create that momentum. But it is interesting when, you know, those urges come up to suddenly you need to take to drink or take drugs or, or do anything that doesn't serve you. And, you know, when you get into the habit of doing that all the time, you don't actually understand where that trigger is coming from and where that pain is coming from. Or, or you know, a lot of cases, it's the traumas that have happened and things that we need to heal from. But you've got to give yourself that space and clarity to heal and then, you know, surround yourself with the right resources and have the right tools, but put the reps in every single day right. to get there, you know, and, and it's... Um, it's a lot easier for, for a lot of people just to avoid that or numb it out with something, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, it's, it's, um, it's interesting because, you know, we, we talk about traumas, we talked about our own, our own shit over the years and just it, it in thinking that, you know, there's, it was something that we'd kind of avoided going into, uh, you never really want to go down that road sometimes, uh, to open up things, to feel pain, um, but when you're at a position of strength and you're doing you're doing the work, you can start to lean into that feeling a little bit more and start to heal. And you know, yeah. th these are all things that um, made really little sense to me ten years ago. Right. Um, even not that much sense five years ago, really. <laughs> but but it's it's fascinating. But I think the, the 
the part that I didn't really understand until, you know, I guess it was just recently was the fact that you'll never get there completely. I always thought that, you know, you would, in my meditation practice, you know, you hear that term enlightenment and my teachers have taught me, don't worry about enlightenment. Be unfuckwithable. Right. Create resilience, create a way to create that inner peace for yourself. And you can get there step by step by step. But to be there to that point where you're just floating above it all means you're not human anymore. Right. And, you know, we don't have that. Uh, we, we, we have, we're not a blank slate. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, and I like the way you, that you're saying that. I mean, step by step. And, you know, and I've said this time and time again about baby steps of what I've done. And I think, again, with these challenges of being able to kind of put a little bit extra armor on, so to speak, when you're going through these challenges and getting through these challenges. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about last week where... Um, I had a shitty week and, and, and I've been in sales my whole life and I know there's ebbs and flows and there's peaks and valleys and you know, sometimes it's, it, it comes in and it, it, you're, you're constantly closing deals and it's great. Um, but unfortunately there's the other side where things go sideways and, and last week was a, a full week of things going shit, um, and going sideways. So it was just a really shitty feeling and, um, and then I lost a contract at the end of the week that that wasn't great either um so i i sat with this feeling and and, and the negativity was there um and, and i and i thought about some of the things that we've talked about even through the rewire program is is allowing yourself to have those feelings i mean like you are still fucking human right and so my my first thing that that inner voice that i feel like i've taken a little bit of control over the last year and a half um, started to itch a little bit and, and say, Hey, I'm still here. And you know, uh, the first thing I wanted to do was just avoid it. Don't answer the fucking door, just leave it. But what I've realized over through meditation and mindfulness and the rewire, all these things that listen, you, you can't avoid it. Like you can't suppress it. Um, you know, answer the door. You don't have to invite them in, but just at least know it's there. So I looked at it, turned and said, hey, listen, like negativity, I see you there, all is good. I know what you're looking for me to do. And, and really, my senses fucking went haywire. I could hear the cork part. I could smell that, that aroma for a fresh, like the wine. And I thought, you know what, that, that's going to feel comfortable, man. Like, that, I, that's what I need. No, I didn't need that. Um, so my new norm where I'm like, I just need to go for a run because I know that you know, going down the road of opening that bottle of wine for the wrong reasons. I mean, I'm never. I'm not saying I'm never going to drink a bottle of wine or have a glass of wine. I, I'm not saying that. I just, I, I don't want to go down that road that I'm turning to it to suppress some feelings. So I said, hey, you know what? You feel negative. Grant yourself that. You're allowed to. I mean, it's not fucking always going to be positive and, and rainbows every single day. So I went for a run. I came back. I felt fucking way better. Um, and, and, and also I looked at myself and, and felt proud. Um, and listen, I, I teared up through that 10 K run. Like, I mean, a few times where if somebody stopped, I would have said, Hey, that's fucking allergies are killing me today. But it was an emotional run. I felt like I could have ran for fucking years. I just, I needed it. Um, you know, I, I noticed it, I, I embraced it. Um, so I guess that that's something that, I, you know, and I told you, I wanted to talk about was 
was those days you feel negative. Is it okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where yeah. is it okay to feel like negative? I mean, yeah. even though you're on that positive fucking journey, those days are going to creep in, man. Right? Yeah. There's that quote by Shakespeare that leaps to mind, uh, nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. It just is, you know, right. and we label it as negative. Negative is, is real in the sense that we are wired for survival and we're our brain is designed to help us survive and procreate. It's not necessarily there to make us happy, but what you said was super powerful, dude, and that is that you have that awareness now just to yeah. witness what's going on yeah. from a little higher perspective, from a different angle. Instead of getting pulled into that negative thought and letting that narrative take you down a path, or a dark path, you right. actually could step back long enough, hacking it with running as well, right? right. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I yeah. that... We talked about, I did that post on our short video on Friday about just that. And that's like, do something to get yourself out of your head sometimes because right. we get caught up in that fucking loop of, and we're trapped there. We're, yeah, we're yeah. trapped there, you know? And, but the interesting thing about the ego, uh, you know, and that's the one that's saying, Hey man, fucking go grab that bottle of wine and that's going to make you feel better. That's that familiar feeling and that familiar smell that's going to bring it back and it's right. all going to be fine. Right. But the, the ego really doesn't like to be witnessed. It's, it's an interesting thing. Like we have the higher perspective because we're not our thoughts and we're not our ego. And, and that's the really fucking thing with the mind. It's like, you know, we can witness that at a higher perspective. But the cool thing is, is with practice, I mean, things aren't always going to be positive. Right. But, but we can choose a different narrative with putting in the reps. Right. So we can change that story over time. Yeah. You know, noticing that comes up. Oh, is that true? No, right. that's not true. Yeah. This is this is my new truth. This is my new belief, and start to install that. Yeah. You know, because it serves you now. But but the biggest thing is dude, is the is the fact that you're aware of that now. Yeah. And, well, and I hit you up when you yeah. hit that post. I mean, I couldn't. I thought you were talking to me. Like <laughs> I like it's ability told. Like it was crazy because I read it and I'm like, this is exactly how. Like, I mean, it's it's the thoughts, right? Like I can't like think my way out of this. Um, and, and again, I mean, it, it, it sounds very difficult to completely shut your thoughts. And I, I think what I got out of it anyway was, you know what, like shut that monkey brain off. Like, I mean, okay, listen, I, just as you said, be aware. Um, like, you know, there is a lot of things that are going on here and you know, you are gonna, you know, think yourself to that bottle of wine <laughs> if you let it. Um, but what I was able, I mean, what I feel like I've been able to do is really those narratives that I would paint, um, like that whole side, I'm able to, you know, turn it down a little bit, um, be aware and say, Hey, you know what? I, I know where you're trying to bring me. Um, and fuck, there's, there's a big part of me still in there that says, Hey, you know what? I'm still here, man. I'm still that yeah, guy who, yeah. who loves to pop bottles and, and, and can party with the best of them. I mean, I still think back where, where somebody said, hey, what are your strengths? Fuck, drinking was one of them that always popped in my mind. <laughs> like, I mean, where it's like that part of me is not there anymore. Um, it's being fueled in other areas, but it, it, it's still there. Um, and, and I still have to, to look at it and, and give that, that person some love sometimes too, right? Yeah. Well, absolutely, because that was part of your identity. Right. And, you know, people would know you. There's certain people that you haven't, you know, you haven't seen in probably in years yeah. would just would, would just remember like that. That's the guy that was like, you know, you hit your wagon on him if you wanted to have a good time. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a good night. He's leading the charge forward. <laughs> right. and, and so you, you 
there's a bit of a gap in your identity too when you make these shifts. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it's, exactly. uh, it's, it's embracing that. And, but really changing the narrative, you know, yeah. and that's what the reps are. That's what, uh, you know, rising to the challenge every day because those shitty days are going to come. Like that's yeah. one of the things that um, creates so much struggle for people is when we only want what we expect yeah. to be, you know, and it's like, um, wanting the world to be as you construct it to be rather than just letting the world be as it is and just surrendering to at what is and just yeah. being is the hardest thing. But I mean, that's really when you do a breathwork session or you do a meditation or you do, you know, you've even done some cold plunges recently too. You have to just surrender. Yeah. You just have to overcome all the shit in your head and just, but when you do stop, there's peace there. Right. There's peace there. And then the more you practice getting to that place of surrendering, because there's also wisdom in our organism of the body. The body knows what we need to create balance. The mind is fucking pulling us all these different directions. And then there's that disconnect. So that was really my message on Friday was that, you know, it's just surrendering back. Just get back into that place where you're feeling the body because we're trying to grasp at things and figure stuff out thinking our way out of a fucking, out of a thinking mess. It's like, it creates more of a mess, you know, and right. you got nothing to grasp onto, but if you just bring it back into the body, a good fucking run, whatever it is, yeah. just a good purge right. of something to help you like reset and then right. create some clarity, you know, and then, and then it's rinse and repeat, man. Well, and, and you talk about the, you know, the plunge where, you know, what was it? Three weeks ago, I did my first one. And, as you know, you know, just where I started off with, you know, it was three years ago when we were 45 and I was like 45, alive. I feel like I'm 45, I feel alive. <laughs> and then now it's become part of just rise where, you know, it's 45 day challenges or 45 hour challenges, but you want to feel alive. It's like a lot of people hit me up um, with messages on, Hey man, how'd you feel after the plunge? And the word alive just came like, I mean, I got out of there and my, everything was lit up. Um, but while I was in there, again, you're not thinking, like you, even if you wanted to think of, like you're not, you're just so in the moment. Um, and you come out and you're just like, what happened? Like, it's just like, again, just as you said, a reset. And I was like, fuck man, like that is just something that everyone should, should, should harness and like, you know, be able to, you know, take that dip or take that challenge, take that plunge, whatever you want to call it. And, and, you know, you, you took the ladies on a, a plunge, including myself. So I'm, I guess I'm one of the latest. But, <laughs> but, but my wife, I mean, like, you know, we lasted five minutes and I was like, fuck, I hope one of these girls will tap out. I was ready to tap out at three. Next thing you know, the girls are still looking at each and everyone's eyes. And I'm like, and it's five minutes. Um, but everyone came out of that. And, and I think I took a video, but just like people, like it was, it was just a, an overwhelming, like, when I looked at everyone, the feeling, everyone, again, I used the word alive, but it was just a, a different sensation, um, you know, that we were enjoying together, that that group, um, usually those sensations were, were kind of in a corner of, hey, we're going to find that on drinking or partying, whatever it may be, that, that kind of feeling of ecstasy of like living, and that's what it was. There was no alcohol, yeah. you know what I mean? There, yeah. there was just us yeah. in, in, in nature. Um, it was fucking beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah. There is, uh, there's such a magic with it in a group setting like that. Yeah. But it's, it is so powerful. And, and 
not only just the way you feel in the body after, but just the fact that everybody was afraid to do this. Like yeah. to, to go out into the lake and when it's still dark out in the morning, you know, you get up at five o'clock to go for a fucking swim. Like, <laughs> you know, and nobody really wanted to do it. No. And I, I was really, really quite uh, uh, proud of everybody that they even showed up. Yeah. And I did that. I thought, okay, they're going to go in, they're going to go out. And then fucking a minute goes by, two minutes go by. Next, you know, you know, once we got your like hyperventilating <laughs> under control, everybody's breathing started came into a sink, and we were I could just really feel, we were like yeah. long out breaths, bringing the heart rate down, and it was like it was just sink, and the sun literally came yeah. up on this horizon oh, just at that point, and and so yeah. all of those things combined as a powerful yeah. experience it was amazing. No, I mean like, you don't want to talk about just rides. I was a chest yeah, rides exactly, um, and, and everyone's still talking about it still, and. Uh, and I want to, you know, talk about when I, when I said just rise. Again, I want to thank, you know, I want to thank everyone who's listening. I want to thank, you know, you. Like, I mean, being able to do this, um, you know, every weekend we've been talking, and, and, and it's it's really helped me with with um, my movement, if you want to call it that. Um, but the brand itself, just rise. I always was a little bit. I think I confused people because what is just rise? Um, is it a morning thing? Like, do you have to get up at 5 a.m. for the rest of your life to be the just riser? Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to put myself in that box. I didn't want to say, hey, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. for the rest of my life. But what I've realized, it's really just rising to the challenge. Um, and, you know, again, there's going to be certain things that you don't have any control over um, that you're going to be faced with. So why not get comfortable being uncomfortable like I mean why not just say you know what fuck I'm gonna challenge them. and these are, it doesn't have to be these crazy things that you know the Goggins challenge or you know even a cold plunge for some people that's just a little way too far out there um but it's just little things like hey I challenge myself to be a better dad I want to be more present I want to be a better husband you know I want to be a better brother I want to be a better you know friend whatever it may be like there's little things that you can do and I'll challenge people today that are listening that just look back on, you know, your last month. I'm sure there are some challenges that you didn't realize until you actually say, you know what, fuck, I overcame something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure there's something there that you can say, yeah, you know what, I did fucking show up for a challenge. Yeah. And I can show up for a challenge. I'm going to get comfortable being in these challenges. Um, so that's where I feel like, you know, I hope people resonate with, you know, being able to say, hey, you know what, I'm not going to participate in every challenge. Um, but there is going to be challenges that speak to me. Um, and I'm going to run, you know, I, I do my own personal challenges, but there's going to be a lot of community challenges as well. Um, one that, you know, is, is, is coming up in June and, and it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy, but, um, you know, it's going to be a charity event for, for our, our friend Ben um, that we lost. And, and it's going to be around mental health, um, but it's 100 kilometers over 45 hours. Um, so you can register as an individual um, or as a group up to four. Um, and you can slice and dice those kilometers any way you want. Um, but I mean, like, I think fuck, 100 kilometers is a lot for me. Um, and, but again, I feel like even if I have to fucking walk across that finish line and do my 100 kilometers, I'm going to do it. Um, and I know I'm going to come out the other end a better person. Um, I know I'm going to be able to bring some awareness, um, you know, to mental health. Uh, you know, 100 kilometers is not easy, but fuck, mental health is not easy either. Um, and, and if I can shed some light there, and and obviously in the honor of our, our brother Ben, um, 
it's it's going to be well worth it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's beautifully said, brother. Well, we'll uh, we'll wrap up on that. We'll let people know um, when they can sign up for that, or yeah. and, or if they want to you know, donate to to Ben's um, foundation as well. Yeah, so we'll for definitely sure. be talking about that some more soon. All right, my brother. Well, keep celebrating the wins yeah. and the little wins along the way, and uh, everybody have a beautiful day. Thank you. Awesome.